Why did I ever really think Borough were going to win the opening game of a league campaign? Why? It's the Uruguayan curl to one in. What is up guys, Matthew here and welcome back to Project Borough, a series here on the channel where I take an in-depth look at each and every Borough result, discussing performances of the players and everything else that comes with it. And unfortunately today, Borough started their league campaign with a home defeat to Millwall, conceding to an Eze goal in the 79th minute. And all this game did for me was reiterate the huge areas and gaps where Borough simply have to improve in the transfer window between now and deadline day. There are certain gaps, certain positions in the squad which are either really light due to injury, due to loan players who have left and not been replaced and just players who are just having to play in, in the wrong position. We very much have square pegs in round holes in a ton of positions, and they're all positions which make Borough tick. They're all positions which are the ones that make us most effective when we are at our best. And it was clear today that them positions desperately need to be filled with quality if Borough are to really have aspirations of you know, replicating what we did last season and with any hope of going one better. So yeah, coming out of this game, I'm not I'm not furious, I'm not angry, it's not the end of the world, it's one game out of 46 and naturally in the opening game of the season when you've got lots of young players coming in, you know, they've got to still gel with their teammates, they're still adapting to Carrick's style of football, it's a very possession heavy style of football and they're coming into a game where they're going to be asked by the Millwall side, break us down, break us down, try and break us down, they had a boxed midfield, a back nine, sat deep, defended well, as we're going to expect, I think, with most teams that come to the Riverside, Borough needed to be at their attacking fluid best to get through this Millwall side. And when you've got players who aren't used to playing together, still gelling, still getting used to the style of play, as well as gaping holes uh, in certain areas of the pitch, you can't expect Borough to rock up and just win 4-0 like we would you know, January time last season or whatever when we played at our absolute peak. So I'm not I'm not angry. It's not like I've come away from this result and I expected something completely different. But at the same time, there is a part of me that feels very deflated and flat that you go into a opening game, it's at home, sellout crowd Lots of optimism off of the back of last season. Lots of young players brought in who you're excited to see and you come away from it with nothing to show for it. It's very much like the Coventry semi-final game. We went into that with lots of optimism and potential and again, we come out of that very deflated. It's sort of a similar feeling here, but I, I am a little bit more accepting of it given the, the sort of nature and the position Borough are in. But that's not to say we should accept this is the squad that are going forward. Like I say, there are plenty 
of gaps and holes Borough simply need to improve if we've got any hope of making the playoffs this season. So this was the this was the lineup that Borough went with, and it was the lineup I fully expected us to go with following pre-season. Senny Dieng was in goal, back fourth, Coulson, Lenahan, Fry, and McNair. You had Hackney and Barlasser in midfield with McGree, Crooks, Force as the three in midfield behind Morgan Rogers, who was up top. And yeah, I think looking through the side, which I will do in more detail in a bit. That is that was the only Borough team we really had to put out. There were some surprises on the bench. Tuberak Pom was on the bench. Johnny Housen was on the bench. Both have not played much of pre-season. Housen did come on midway through the second half, but Carrick did say a lot of the reasons why the likes of Akpom were on the bench is that not that they were ever going to get minutes. It was more so just to get them integrated back into the lineup and sort of, I guess, the the dynamic of the squad, the match day squad, with us now having the ability to, to, to have nine substitutes. So I guess that's making use of the extra space on the bench. But um, yeah, the game as a whole, there was parts of it that I was expecting and parts of it that I wasn't. I think the first half I was kind of expecting to, to play out like it did. Uh, Borough were very, very slow, very, very stodgy. Um, we're nowhere near the level of, of sharpness that we were last season. And that's, that's like I say, to be expected at the first game of the season. A lot of new players integrated into a, a very possession-heavy style of play. But we gave the ball away a lot in midfield. We were a little bit slow when we had possession. And when we did get the ball out wide, we were trying to ping it into the box. A lot of crosses were over-hit, under-hit. Um, Rogers up top, maybe when there was a decent ball being played in, didn't gamble to try and get on the end of it. So we just weren't quite clicking, you know. There was clearly parts of the squad that just weren't clicking together. Um, and and Millwall, as they already are, a very good defensive team, were just able to mop up any opportunities that we were trying to carve open for ourselves. And Millwall, to be fair to them, were very, very dangerous on the counter-attack. They had a game plan. It's a game plan we're going to have to get used to going up against at home this season. They came here, sat deep, defended deep, um, and tried to hit us on the counter. And they looked very, very dangerous on the counter. And because we didn't have our... Uh, two first-team ideal fullbacks, they were able to get in down the sides and really, really hurt us. And I think there's a there's a potential argument that if you know we were going up against a team with a bit more quality in the final third, Borough might have gone in one nil, two nil behind at half time. They were really, really effective in the counter attack and with a bit more quality when they were putting balls into the box. Again, a bit like us, if they had a bit more quality they might have been able to carve something open for themselves. But went into half-time, nil-nil. It was what I imagined it would be, and I kind of hoped that second half, Borough would gradually click into gear, find their rhythm, find their tempo, maybe make a few changes, and we could carve open a potential goal for ourselves. And, and like we saw last season, if Borough get the first goal, suddenly Millwall's game plan changes. They've got to come out and then Borough pick them off. 1-0, 2-0, 3-0. That's what we did last season. But unfortunately, it just didn't happen. It was more of the same in the second half. I do think we did click into gear in a sense. I think around the hour mark, we were starting to play the ball around a little bit quicker, a little bit sharper. We were starting to find certain runs and Millwall were asked questions of and to their credit they still defended very very well but it looked like they were just getting a little bit closer and maybe at any given moment there might be a goal incoming and just when we thought that that might be the case 
Millwall struck and hit us with a sucker punch, probably at the perfect time on 79 minutes. And it came from, as I say, one of them square pegs in round holes. And it was down our right-hand side. Paddy McNair, obviously not a natural right-back, was suckered in to a challenge. He completely missed it. Needed to get either the ball or the man in that scenario. He got neither and it allowed them to have a free cross into the box. Um, and to be fair to Ete, it was a fantastic finish by the young man into the far corner. Seni Dieng could do absolutely nothing about it. And uh, Millwall had the goal they came for and they simply had to just ride it out and defend. And to be fair, Borough could have been there till next week and probably wouldn't have got the ball in the back of the net given just the way we were huffing and puffing but it just wasn't quite coming off for us and there just wasn't quite enough quality in the final third for us to get that goal and get back into the game. What is up guys? Just wanted to quickly jump in to say huge, huge, huge thank you for all your support so far but if you haven't already please do hit the like button on this video. It goes such a long way to helping the video on the old algorithm. Subscribe for more if you haven't already. A huge portion of viewers are not subscribed. And while you're there, hit the bell too so you're notified whenever a video drops. Do leave me a comment below to let me know your thoughts as always. And if you want to go the extra mile to support me here on the channel, I do have a Patreon, which is linked in the description, where if you donate, you can be credited in my videos, both in the description and individually at the start of videos, as well as getting all of my content including match previews, predictions, match reviews and more, you can get that early access at least 24 hours before everybody else. So a big thank you once again for supporting me. Let's get back to the video. It's perfectly executed game plan from Millwall um, and Borough with obvious gaps and places to improve. So looking at the team, I think going from back to front, Senna Dieng I think had a, a pretty good game. I think it was it was a positive that he didn't have much to do in this game. He made one big save in the second half. Um, I think Nisbet might have been the man who was played through and, and Dieng come out made himself big and made a very good save. But other than that, he didn't have much to do. Uh, was calm on the ball. You know, looked pretty good in, with, with his distribution. Uh, and I think that is a credit to the centre-back. So I'll come on to, I think, Daryl Enahan and Dale Fry had a pretty good game. Um, I think they both made crucial blocks and interceptions at crucial times and did well enough. But full-back is the area, one of the areas where I where I mention we simply have to improve. I think, to Hilden, Hidden Coulson's credit... He's not at the level of player that we need in that position, you know, if we are wanting to excel down the left. But, you know, he's the only left back at the club. He come in, he put in 100%, did a decent job, made some really good tackles, um, good blocks, put himself about. I think there were certain times where he was out-muscled on the ball, clearly wasn't quite strong enough. And when he did start to get forward in the second half and he did start to, you know, be in positions to, to put the ball in the box, his his final ball just wasn't up to the standard of Ryan Giles, which well, who who else at left back is really gonna match Ryan Giles in terms of quality, but you know, we, we, we need to improve in that position. It is as simple as that. And and and, and Paddy McNair as I say, he's a utility player who is solid in most areas. I don't think he did too bad today overall, but of course, he will be singled out as the man who was at, at fault for the goal, and that sadly, unfortunately, is the case for him. In midfield, uh, it's a big part of Borough's system, the midfield. You have to be very quick and sharp on the ball, very good with the short passes into the attackers. 
And, you know, when the midfielders aren't quite at it, it's a huge, huge area of Borough's uh, system that simply, when it isn't playing at its best, hurts the side. And first half especially, the midfield just wasn't quite at it. I think Hackney grew into the game pretty well. He misplaced a couple of passes uh, in the first half, but grew into the game, I think, did well second half. But Barlasser had a poor game. I think this was a real chance for Barlasser to stake a claim for a starting position in this team ahead of House and with him being injured and Barlasa was really poor. I was disappointed in him. You know, I come into this game really excited that this could be Barlasa's position, this could be his chance to be a starter alongside Hackney and we'd finally see that creative player that we, we've heard about from Rotherham, saw glimpses of in pre-season, but he, he was really poor today. Lots of misplaced passes, he was half a yard off it and was chasing shadows at times and was brought off quite rightly. Uh, quite rightly. I was I was disappointed in Dab, Dan Barlasser and uh, he was replaced by Housen and, and it wouldn't surprise me if Housen quickly comes into the team and makes that position his own. And then you've got the attacking four and this is where Borough looked their most disjointed. The most important part of the pitch. The part that made us the effective goal-scoring juggernaut that we were last season. And despite McGree and Force doing decent, I think they did their best to try and fog their way through the Millwall backline. We simply just don't have it at number 10 and number 9 at the moment. Matt Crooks isn't a number 10. I think there's maybe a case that Carrick should have swapped him and Rogers round and had Rogers at 10, Crooks at 9. But um, yeah, Crooks isn't a number 10. I mean, he can hold the ball up, but his touch isn't always the best. His passing isn't always the best. And we saw it with Tuba. He's so good at holding the ball up, dragging players in, and then you know playing a very good pass out to the wingers or into Archer um, and, and opening teams up that way. But Crooks simply doesn't have the passing ability or the speed or the agility to play that position as effectively as Tuba. And Rogers, you know what, Rogers looked good in moments. I think there's definitely a player there. Um, he's strong, he's physical, he can hold the ball up and, and, and play it out. And I think he, that's why he should have played in, in Tuba's position for me. But he could certainly be a real attacking outlet and a real menace on either wing or in the number 10 position. But he is not the answer to our number nine. Uh, he, he just wasn't making enough of the right runs for me. He was staying too central. He wasn't really stretching or asking enough questions of the Millwall defence and they probably had one of their easier days at the office when it comes to going up against a striker who unfortunately was Morgan Rogers. So looking at that, fullback is a huge area of concern. I think right back will fix itself when Smith and Dykes deal a fit, but we have to try and bring in a left back to compete and be the first team quality left back we need ahead of Hayden Coulson. Like I said, I'm not expecting a player to come in with the quality of Ryan Giles. There's just simply not enough of them about at championship level who are affordable for a club like Borough. But we need one who can come in and be solid at the back but also effective going the other way. And obviously, the elephant in the room. We need to know what's happening with Tuba. It was great seeing him back on the bench today but there's still a huge cloud of uncertainty over his future hanging over the club. We need to know what's happening there. And if he is staying, get him back into the team as soon as possible. The biggest, biggest, biggest glaring gap, though, is number nine. We have to get a first-team quality level of number nine in. And we need one in 
pretty quick. I think we are probably going to go down the loan route like we did with Cameron Archer, which means we might have to wait another week or two until towards the end of the window. So we might have to be patient with that one. But Borough, if they want to be anywhere near the success, have to get a first team Premier League level quality striker in up front and maybe they need two a Premier League loan and a permanent striker as well who can be a bit more of a physical threat up front and someone who can get in behind and be that real menace and real nightmare for the defenders who is also clinical it's it's the hardest position to fill it's the hardest player to sign I know that but Borough have to if they are gonna have any aspirations of being the playoff contenders that we were last season. A few positives though, Sammy Silvera come on, was excellent, I thought he was amazing, he was the player I was the most excited to see, um, and he looked fantastic, he could be the difference, the X factor in the final third, to unlocking defences I think going forward, Housen as I say come on, great to see him, I think he'll go straight back in, ahead of Barlasser, and Isaiah Jones come on, albeit it was too late for him to really have much of an impact, and other than that, it is what it is. Uh, it was one of them days where Borough just simply didn't have enough to break Millwall down and you've just got to give them credit that they were able to execute their game plan to perfection. So I'm not going to throw the toys out the pram. I'm not going to say that season's over and, you know, Borough are in for a season of mid-table mediocrity. But, you know, we need to make additions and we need to make them pretty quickly because looking ahead Coventry next weekend that's going to be tough we've played them in three of our last four games it's going to be four of the last five and we've struggled to break them down in each of them and that was when we had a full quality side so I, I'm not carrying much optimism into next week's game at all and then we've got you know two two home games we simply have to win in Huddersfield and QPR uh, I don't know what West Brom away will look like if I'm honest a disappointing start to the season uh, but it is only you know like I said it's only hammered home more so where Borough need to improve and I hope the recruitment team can see that Carrick can see that and we can see them gaps filled in the coming days and we can hopefully build a squad that will get up to speed and be competitive going forward but that is it for episode well one of this season episode 19 I think of Project Borough as a whole hope you guys have enjoyed it if you have please do hit the like button and subscribe for more and hit the bell too so you never miss an upload I am bringing a lot more football related content to the channel and Borough content of course it's done really well of late and I've gained a lot of subs and views for it so it's definitely the direction I want to continue going down and I will also do a video having a little look at the rest of the championship and what has happened elsewhere after tomorrow's games a lot of intriguing results you have to say throughout the championship this weekend but until next time guys a big thank you for watching do take care and I'll see you all next time